All right, let's fucking do this. You already know who's on the podcast this week. Like, I don't even have to tell you. Um, but I'm gonna. So, hey, my name's John King. This is the Heavy Sweater Podcast. If this is your first time listening, this is the Heavy Sweater Podcast. It's a deep dive in the beginnings of musicians and bands of the heavy variety. And this week, we have, I'd say, easily, the biggest guest of the podcast history. Um, Stick Zidinia from Steel Panther. Mr. Zidinia. This was wild. Tim Price hooked this up. Fucking so grateful for that. That uh, was fucking awesome. But um, yeah, we get into like, not really the beginnings, but like, we just talk music. And this this is essentially what I wanted the podcast to be when I started to like, two musicians just talking about music. Industry stuff, like influences, um things that sort of change the industry and like the industry in itself. It's really fucking cool. Um, I feel like I'm not really sure, but I feel like I gave sticks an interview. He hasn't done yet. Um, where it was more conversational, less like question, 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 question. There are questions. I do. I do ask questions, but this is very conversational. Um, to the point where I wouldn't be fucking me if I didn't talk to a bigger act and I fucked up. Um, so I said the young birds instead of the yard birds in reference to Jimmy Page um, and Led Zeppelin. And I'm a fucking idiot. As soon as I said this, I like I was like, nah, that's going to keep me up tonight. Um, talking about like them being an 80s act, an 80s tribute act when they started. Uh, I accidentally said the 90s and Styx was like, corrected me on it. And I was like, fuck, but... He was cool about it. Um, so yeah, lay off me if you have a problem with that, please. And as of recording the intro to this episode of the podcast, Still Panther are in Australia. Tonight, Sunday night, they're playing Melbourne. Last night, they played Brisbane. They played Sydney before that, and they played Newcastle before that. Um, they also have a new album coming out very soon called On The Prowl. They have a couple of singles off that out at the moment, and it's really fucking cool. If you're listening to this, you obviously know who the fuck Steel Panther are, so I don't need to be promoting them to you because you already know, but fucking help the boys out. Give them a fucking couple of streams, you know? Buy their album, buy tickets, buy merch, all the all the shit that helps bands get ahead because this is just what we do. It's for the love of the game, you know? So anyway, I don't know. That's all I have to say, really. With all that being said, it is... Sunday, and you know what that means, and the music plays. Imagine if I changed it to something else. Imagine. Maybe. Adrenaline in my soul. I'm so sick. I have a cold right now, and it's fucking me up, but here's the episode. Fucking. Yow! Yeah, dude. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm good. I'm, I'm going to take these things off, though, because these aren't cool. <laughs> no, they're cool as. John, right? Yeah, yeah, man. John. All right. Fucking, do you go by Juan when you're trying to get the ladies? <sighs> Only in the South Americas. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah, got to stay local. I support it because you look, you look Latin American. Do I? <laughs> no. <laughs> awesome. Sick. Yeah, cool. 
Rab. Well, um, this is a podcast like deep diving into like beginnings of musicians and like humble beginnings and all that. So like, I guess if you're down, we'll go straight back to the beginning and like, what's the first sort of like, not so much heavy, but like song you heard, you were like, fuck, that's pretty cool. Like when I was a kid? Yeah. Little sticks. Little sticks. Little yeah. mini. <laughs> yeah. Uh, little twig. Yeah. <laughs> Twigs uh, it in you. Twigs it in you. Yeah. <laughs> the first song I remember hearing and and going, what the fuck, was Black Dog by Zeppelin. Okay, sick. I remember hearing... Fucking hey, hey, mama said the way you move gonna make you sweat, gonna make you groove. And then all of a sudden, yeah. and I was like, what in the Jesus Lord God, yeah, on almighty heaven creations and earth above ground is fucking happening in my head? Yeah, blues metal. And I remember, and then I remember hearing fucking like you know because because that song it comes in and it goes out yeah. and then break down uh, 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 and fucking i just remember going that it just went in it went yeah. in and it stuck and i went that's my shit yeah fuck yeah <laughs> that's sick as a kid i remember going what i was on my friend dave's front porch he had a fucking a radio you know big okay. portable speak speakers and shit yeah and i was like oh my god like we we're all hanging out and was, it, was, it was awesome yeah fuck yeah <laughs> just a bunch of kids hanging out listening to zeppelin kids hanging out listening to zeppelin i was one of the younger ones on the on the porch and i remember they were playing black sabbath and they were playing zeppelin and i was i remember and scorpions and i remember hearing uh zeppelin out of all of it and you know eventually i ended up loving all of it but um yeah, yeah. That was, that's wild. Zeppelin's sick. I don't think I've like I've spoken to heaps of like heaps of fucking people. Zeppelin's never come up once. So I think we should like dive into that. It sounds we must have a bad connection, John, because yeah. it sounded like you said Zeppelin hasn't come up much. Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't think at all. Who the fuck? How? I don't know. But like when I was a kid, like I was I'm 27 now, I remember getting jimmy page's like autobiography in like high school i was like grade seven so i was like reading that in school every other kid was like doing whatever the fuck they would have been losers and i was just like reading about jimmy page and like the the young birds and all this shit and i was like this dude is so sick and then like list like going on limewire giving my computer like aids <laughs> and just like listening to like rock and roll and like um the immigrant song and like all that just like getting bangers from zeppelin and just being like this band is wild dude it was four dudes yeah 16 tracks and fucking power yeah every dude in that band was a powerhouse and then yeah. like you know they just had that thing and they were it was like mysterious and there was like yeah. black magic around it kind of yeah. vibe they were like doing like this like all the signage and everything where you're like just band into satan i'm telling you those times like bands including our band mm. bands are so accessible now like yeah. you know and i'm not trying to sound like an old curmudgeon no no back in the day you couldn't tweet to a band you couldn't yeah. direct message a band you yeah. couldn't go oh, i want to pay for a meet and greet tell yeah. me how <laughs> yeah 
you know, I'm appreciative of that to a degree, but I think that the mystery of rock and roll is gone. Yeah, it makes it a lot less dangerous. Like I was thinking the other day, like in terms of sound now, like a band like Guns N' Roses at the time were like a dangerous band in terms of their image. But listening to them now, there's bands that are like way more heavy and way more like aggressive than that band ever was. But it was the mystery behind them as a band. Totally agree with you, man. Like you couldn't just tweet to Axel and go, hey, Axel, it's a cool bandana. Where'd you get yeah. it? And then responds, well, I got it at Target. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no way. Get it. And then the rumors on the street and everybody's talking. It was an exciting, it was a, yeah. it was a exciting, mysterious time and i think that's i think that's missing and i like i said i'm guilty of it too i'm on i'm on the twitters yeah grams i don't do it all that often but i you know i just i miss that yeah I miss that. yeah unfortunately the industry has changed like so much that like now it's kind of a, a standard you have to be on social media and you have to be interacting with fans on a regular basis you're not getting a deal unless you have the right numbers like yeah oh, cool. <laughs> yeah song it's a smash hit but wait how many followers do you yeah have? what do your socials look like yeah fuck you know what i'm gonna say <laughs> out loud right to you john yeah but not to you i'm gonna say it with you yeah fuck that yeah yeah <laughs> i didn't like pick up a guitar being like i can't wait to have a bunch of instagram followers dude nobody picks <laughs> yeah. up a guitar and goes oh my god this is gonna explode my profile yeah <laughs> yeah and if they do they're a fucking loser yeah, you pick up drumsticks or guitar, you sing because you want pussy. <laughs> Just, sure. Like when I was a kid, I so I play piano, right? Yeah. As a kid, if we're talking about going back to the back to the back in the day, yeah, yeah. Little little junior high school parties and you know whatever, and there was a piano there, and I would sit down and start playing, and I would notice that girls would go like, "Oh, these play piano," and they yeah, sit yeah. there cute i was like i put it together fast I was like if i do this they do that yeah this, and then i was like i get it the light bulb yeah. went on <laughs> Sick. That's, I mean, besides loving music yeah yeah that remember, helps it you have to especially yeah. now dude, you have to eat you have to love it so much to want to be a professional musician because the business yeah. is so much yeah definitely well like it's not about like oh you just pick up a guitar and like you maybe play a couple of chords and randomly come across a hit you have to like eat sleep and breathe music yeah man like any like if i if i do talk to young musicians and I'll, oftentimes i do because bands will open for us and we're yeah, yeah. not younger than a lot of bands yeah. but uh, you know I'll, I'll i'll offer the advice you know do it expect nothing yeah hope for everything yeah for sure and do it because you absolutely love it because otherwise you're going to just be disappointed yeah yeah there's a lot of like i keep telling people like to to want to be a musician especially starting on like a local level you have to like be prepared to eat a lot of shit on the way up absolutely and here's the thing you got to be nice to who you work with on the way up because yep. you're seeing them on the way down bro. Yep. yeah yeah 100 i mean let's most bands will do this at some point yeah and you're going to see them. And if you're a dick, it ain't going to be good for you. They're not going to forget. I don't forget people that have been dicks to me. No, hell yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's, there's been some dicks, yeah. but there's a lot of cool people along the Heaps way. Heaps of cool people. Them, and I'm grateful. Like I'm grateful for all of the, you know, the people who make the show go. 
the roadies crew all that stuff so it's pretty cool yeah fuck yeah sick well so that's where music starts for you and that sets off something in your brain where you're like fuck yeah music's sick but what's the band that because i've heard the story of like where you started playing drums you went to a friend's place and you had a, a pearl kit there and you were like what the fuck and then like yeah <laughs> so like what's the band that makes you be like i want to play drums for the rest of my life you know i don't know that it was necessarily a band that okay. made me want drums or a drummer per se as much as it was the feeling that i got from uh from playing because just remember it was more about a feeling i mean i you know i got turned on to a lot of music and and i remember you know uh loving the the aggression of the drums and you get to hit hit stuff and and that's you know i love i think it's probably, I probably ended up not in jail because I play drums at some point. Yeah. It was more about the feeling of playing the drums more than, more than a, a, an artist or a drummer though. Stuart Copeland from the police was a huge influence yeah. for me. And John Bonham obviously was a huge yeah. influence for me. And you know, who else was a huge influence? Rod Morgenstein from winger. Okay. Wild. And a band called the Dixie dregs at one point and they were funky and like he was, he is a phenomenal drummer. So yeah, those, those are three of my big ones. Okay. Sick. Wild. Cool. Fuck. Yeah. Police is like out there for like the rest Dude. of the, the bands. I <laughs> but know, police is sick. You listen to Stuart Copeland. Yeah. He had such aggression and he played so he, he just tasty all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Like and a big would, sound rush and he would slow down his tempo his tempo was not like his tempo was was him like you could okay. hear him then he would you could hear the songs breathe and and get gnarly yeah and, and that was how he played and i thought it was so cool fuck yeah the drummers that are more of a vibe than a ability he, i mean he's technical but he's a super vibe drummer both yeah, of yeah. those on vibe too yeah for sure yeah anything technically but you know like I prefer a vibe more than I prefer, like, dude, I'll just tell you, I see these kids on Instagram. Yep. Uh, now I sound like an old. The, the, the shreddy fucking. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, the Instagram chops. Yeah. That shit. And from a technical standpoint, I go, I can't do that. Yeah. That's nuts. But you would never do that in a song and have somebody go, yeah, man, I'm feeling that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's it's unbelievable, but when it comes to like playing with other people, music together, yeah, about a vibe instead yeah. of like always showing off. Yeah, uh, I I'm a firm believer in that. When I was like super young, I remember watching this like random My Chemical Romance interview, and one of their guitar players, Frank Iero, was like, "It's not about how like technically you can play, but what you play." To- dude, it's it it is. I agree. And for a lot of years, I thought his name was Frank Lero. Oh, <laughs> sick. <laughs> Looks like a little yeah, yeah, yeah. But I figured out like a week and a half ago that it's yeah. not. <laughs> sick. Uh, and he's smart because yeah. he's right. You know, it's funny. It's like it's it's as much about what you play as as much as it is about what you don't play. Like yeah. space between notes yeah. that 
that's where songs just breathe. And I, yeah. I said that before, but like, if a song, if the song just is like, ah, that's why like when you hear a song now that's mixed and mastered, if you look at the waveform, generally it'll yeah. just like a, a line, like a big thick bar because yeah, the, yeah. the dynamics, they just squash the shit out of it and they want it to get loud, 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 loud. Yeah. You put on Back in Black or Animal Magnetism by Scorpions or any of any records that were made pre-digital, right? Yeah. And that, the waveform goes like this. Yeah, yeah. You know, the songs like have this pulse and feel that I think, you know, I think I think is missing from a lot of stuff. But you know, there are bands that 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 I'll tell you what, the newest Limp Biscuit record. So good. Sounds unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, and, it's great. Yeah, I actually, I'm gonna drop a name. I called Fred and Sweet. I said, he's a homie. He's he's such a fucking. I love Fred. Yeah, sick. Fuck mixed your record too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so good, and I yeah. can't remember, the name, but he, it's in my phone. Um, it sounded amazing. I was I was yeah. blown away. Like there are bands, you know, currently making that effort to to sound. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but I think a lot of bands, I, I think a lot of bands uh, forget. Like, it's not about the volume. It's not about what you're, as much as you can do. It's about yeah, in between the shit. Yeah, what like the message the the song can convey, whether that be yeah. a feeling or more than lyrical content. Yeah, it's just like how are you listening to something, and it's making you feel a certain way instead of like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just noise. Place for everything, but for me it's always about a vibe yeah for sure yeah well it's like it's art so it's meant to make you feel something instead of just like putting it on to not feel anything yeah yeah i'm with yeah fuck yeah <laughs> cool well i don't want to get into like the oh like every that every other interview thing i want to like kind of go a different route with this and like because like you guys was, grew up what was, was that i was 16 and it was amazing yeah sick <laughs> awesome um but like for music is like you guys were in an era starting off with like the like um like metal school and metal shop being like a 90s cover act in a time period where it was more about like the new metal side of music i want to like figure out more about that like what was the industry like receptive to that at the time or so uh, so i think you meant then 80 we were 80s yeah 80s not 90s Right, dummy. <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm answering the right question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. So no, so it wasn't long after the '80s that we started, yeah. you know, getting residencies. I mean, we had been playing like f forever. I've been doing yeah. this for about twice as long as you are old. Sick. <laughs> um, and. It was funny because in the 90s, when when we started doing the residencies, grunge was very, very popular. Yeah. There were people who would come to the show because they were just going out that night. Yeah. And they would see us and they're like, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> yeah. We were doing songs, you know, we were doing songs by White Snake and Rat and Dio, yeah. you know, Dokken and all, all our favorites. Yeah. And for us, it, it, it's, it's always been a, a, 
a thing of, of love because we all were in that scene like yeah, yeah. Four, and we found that there was all you know there's a lot of people as much people as many people didn't get it or hated it there kept, kept becoming more people who liked it yeah and and by we, we we were like we were this weird thing that people kept coming to and then during our residencies they kept coming and kept coming and then celebrities would come because it was in hollywood we were started the viper room yeah and because celebrities come people want to see oh what's the celebrity and we just happened to be the vehicle for yeah. that okay. um, and when we were doing all covers and then satchel you know so we all write and but yeah. satchel majority writer for steel panther and so he's like, we should do some original songs. And we're like, okay. And he wrote Community Property, Death All the Metal. Yeah. And, um, we started playing them during the shows. Sick. What we were seeing was people were reacting to those songs equally as well as the covers. And we're like, the light bulb went on. We're like, yeah. holy shit. And then we noticed they started singing the words to Sick. Community Property or yeah. Fact or whatever. Yeah, yeah, bangers, um, all bangers. Yeah, and and we were we 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 just it it was enough for us to just keep going, and it felt like we were a sort of black sheep, I guess, for lack of a better term, in the music industry. And yeah. at first, it was like, oh, some people would just write it off, oh, those guys, those guys, those guys. Yeah, yeah. But but people kept coming, and then it became something you the industry couldn't deny. Yeah. Fast forward to we did Viper, Roxy, Key Club. Now we're packing the Key Club every week, fifteen hundred yeah. every Monday night. Like who does that, right? Yeah, yeah. On a and school night. Changing the landscape of booking on Monday nights in Hollywood because if you had a rock show, you didn't want to book it anywhere else because everyone was coming out to our show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just where we all go. So. Yeah. Universal came because they, they didn't want to miss the boat and they came and offered us a record deal. We had no intention of getting a record deal. Yeah. We said yes. And that was the beginning of the explosion outside of Hollywood. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Sick. It was, Dude, it was it, like the story of it. At some point, there will be a book, I'm sure. Yeah. But the story of what we have been able to accomplish to this point, and there's still much more to do. I'm very proud of. Yeah, for sure. You should be. Cause like, like hearing, like reading up on it and like hearing about it, like at that time, the nineties, like grunge kills off eighties hair metal. And by the end of the nineties, new metals, like the thing. And you guys are just being like, fuck that. Let's keep playing these rad songs from the eighties, even into like the early two thousands. And that's what works. Like the industry had like technically kind of moved on, but you were like, fuck that. This shit's still sick. Yeah, we we do. We felt like, you know, we were just like we didn't understand how you could just like stop liking it because we yeah. always loved it, and and that's what we love to play. And you know, it's and and that time period was so fun, and the vibe was so fun, and fucking there was so much ridiculous shit in yeah. the like we didn't want to just go, we didn't want to follow yeah. what was. And look, I you know, kudos to those bands. Um, wrote some really killer songs, wrote some really shitty songs, just like every other fucking band. Yeah. But um, you know, it just wasn't our shit. We were just like, we do this. Yeah. We love this. And if you if you want to get on the bus, the bus is going. It's the heavy metal bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Killer. If you don't want to get on it, cool. But yeah. it's going. Yeah. 
No, for sure. I feel like it's kind of like cooked that um, the industry was just like, that's done. We're onto something else. Cause like when I discovered like 80s, like hair metal, um, I was like, this stuff's awesome. Like Poison's sick. Guns N' Roses is sick. Like White Snake's sick. Like all these bands are rad. And then when I heard Steel Panther, it was 17 girls in a row. It was the lyric video for that. And yeah. the, uh, the wham to the bam to the thank you ma'am like and it was wham bam margera and i was like this band's fucking awesome like this band is so sick i remember ah, that's burnt in my brain that's amazing that's yeah amazing. you see bam margera and um we stayed at his house once at castle bam uh yeah i think i don't know it, okay it big, he had a yeah, big yeah. Bar with, a, with a with a skate park yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah dude it was crazy I believe it. He had a party and it was where I first learned about cakefarts.com. Okay. <laughs> you don't pretend you don't know. What I, it is. I, I have no idea. It sounds yeah, I rad. Know, I don't know if it's still a site, but I remember yeah, I had yeah. this party at Bam Margera's house. There, <laughs> this is going to be the headline, by the way, for your podcast. <laughs> awesome. First thing we learned about cakefarts.com. And basically it's a website where there's a cake. Yep. Kitchen counter and a naked chick, and she sits on it. Yeah, arts. <laughs> Hectic. I, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna let that sit right there. Yeah, and there's no false advertisement in that. It's as it's as direct as you get. Yeah, yeah. There's it's no. Hard. I shouldn't have needed an explanation. I should have just assumed. <laughs> I kind of felt guilty about giving you one, but yeah. <laughs> That's it. Now I know. I want to know when when people listen to this, how yeah. many actually go to that website? If it is a website, right are you going? Yeah. Go tell me if it's real anymore. Okay. <laughs> this is wild. My yeah. wife's gonna come home and be like, "What the fuck have you done?" Search your history, bro. You are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> is it real? Uh no. It just sends me to Australian um like slot machine sites and then there's a hold site on. that says girl cake oh uh, hold on cake farts oh oh man it's not real oh, no hold on oh. no wait no dude they took it down oh, fuck <laughs> yeah this is not the censorship we need I think we need to kick up gigfarts.com again. Yeah, I mean, there's there's only one band in this in this world that can do it, and Steel Panther is that band. Steel Panther presents Cake Farts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, really, sad. if anybody is listening to this and they remember Cake Farts, call me and we'll we'll reminisce. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. Cool. Well, fuck yeah, we'll get into like the new stuff. You guys are coming to Australia real soon, dude. I'm on a plane. In the next 36 hours. Yep. Wild. Absolutely like, wild. So Airborne was here. Yeah. Was here in LA. Okay. And we, they were at the Troubadour and Michael Starr and I went down there and we shot a little promo and I think you should see it any, at any moment. It okay. might be. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, we're stoked playing with fucking Airborne. Yeah, fuck yeah. Those guys are like, they are badass. And you want to know how that came about? Yeah. So originally we were supposed to tour with Seven Dust. That yep. was the original thing. Yeah. And um, 
And then uh, they couldn't do it for one reason or another. And we were at Hellfest in Clisson, France. Okay. Airborne there. We see them. Hey, dudes. Because, we, you know, we, it's like when you see a lot of bands at festivals, you know, it's like a summer camp. Oh, you see your friends. Yeah. And we're, we're homies with those guys. And, and I said to Joel, I go, hey, what are you doing in, uh, in October? And he goes, I don't know. And I go, okay, well. And so I go, if you're around, do you want a tour? And he goes, fuck yeah. Yeah, sick. And there's a hole in their schedule. And I oh. put him up on the WhatsApp. And he's like, he goes, dude, let me fucking look into it. Hits me back. He goes, we're available. Sick. It just for all those things to line up is pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. Falls off, and and I cannot wait to bring the fucking heat with this fucking package. And I'm not just saying that. Like, I feel like we are the best at what we do. We are the best at throwing fucking party. Definitely. And I feel like they are the best rock and roll band out there right now. We're the best heavy metal band. They are the best rock and roll band, and yeah. together we're going to make heavy rock and roll metal. Yeah, <laughs> rolled up metal. Rolled up metal. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be awesome. Like when somebody buys a ticket, you're buying a ticket to a fucking experience. Yeah, not a concert. It's gonna be a thing from the time you get there to the time you fucking get home. You're gonna yeah. have a smile on your face. Your neck's gonna fucking hurt because you just yeah. got rocked. That's it. I've experienced it in 2018. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. At uh uh there was the Brisbane show at uh where was it? Eaton's Hill Hotel. Yeah. Yeah, there. It was the last time you guys came here and you did your set and then you did the cover set straight afterwards. And Steven yep. Adler came up from Guns N' Roses. I was like, this is so sick. Ah, it was so, so rad. That shit happens like we always bring people up when when they're around because we're yeah, because we're whores, John. We're yeah. fucked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's awesome, man. I, uh, I'm i excited. I'm fucking excited to come out. Yeah. Wow. And the show. Brisbane show's already sold out, so that's sick. I know. Yeah, fuck yeah. You coming to that one? Uh, I haven't got a ticket, so unfortunately, no. You got to work it out. You got to get on a press pass, bro. <sighs> That'd be sick. All right. We'll talk to our, my guy and have him fucking reach out to me. Right. Or when we do this, fucking... Let me know. Cool. Done. Right. Easy. <laughs> That'd be sick. What was that? Are you going to bring your wife? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was expecting that as a response, so I, like, set myself up for it. I got to ask. Yeah, dude. No, I fully get it. That's sick. I'll be respectful. I'll be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a nice lady. She's a good broad. Good. Yeah. You got- what was that? got a good one yeah 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 lucky man yeah. right here yeah <laughs> sick well we'll get back into music yeah. um we'll go because like everybody knows what happened after you got signed you put out uh feel the steel it blows up you get put on skate three that's rad um and then you just keep smashing out bangers like i don't think any album music release has been a miss so we go back to the beginning between between not the beginning between um where do you meet the guys like getting through the local scene? I assume because I've heard you have said like in other interviews that you kind of grew up in the same scene together. So like, was it all just like similar bands or just like bands sort of adjacent in the same scene? Yeah. I mean, you know, we were all LA guys. Yeah. Uh, 
well, you know, originally, you know, everybody, everybody ended up in LA. I'm, I'm born and raised here. Okay. Uh, but uh, we, everybody ended up in the same sort of scene. Like we, it's, it's hard to pinpoint how it happened. Yep. We just kind of like by osmosis, like we are all in different bands and then this band would, you know, befriend this band and then you just kind of get to know guys. And somehow through, a, I know this isn't a very good answer, but just through a series of random, too many events to, to remember, yeah, yeah. just, we ended up just playing together yeah. and realizing uh, that there was something there. Like there was a chemistry that was very clear. Uh, and I remember going, this is something, this is some shit. I felt it in my guts and my guts yeah. in my And I was like, <laughs> I'm here, bro. And, and we just, we just kept going and like it's funny you know we are pretty entertaining dudes yeah not playing music when you know and like when we were driving down to san diego every week we'd just be us four in a car yeah and we try to make each other laugh the whole way down so like doing a show or the extension of doing a show it was not a far stretch for us because we were just doing what we did in a car but it just happened to be on stage in front of you know 500 or a thousand people yeah. at the time and you know, that's it. Like, I can't remember really one moment. I mean, it was just like this slow burn. Of, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I guess we're, we're in a band now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like friends within the scene from playing shows and then just hooking up. And then, yeah, that car ride stuff relates to me on like a, such a deep level. Cause my band just got back from tour like a month ago and the entire time was just from when we left Brisbane to when we got home, it was just, shit talking the entire time just like saying things to make each other laugh like a real band yeah 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 every band can relate to that yeah dude you know it's those moments it's it's funny it's like it's like a song it's the in-between shows moments like it's the stuff that happens in between that yeah yeah. shit that forges a band you know yeah for sure band because everything's cool when you're on stage and and people are going fuck yeah fuck yeah that's cool it's the in-between stuff you're like all right, are we going to fucking survive this? Yeah, yeah. Because being cooped up in a car with three other dudes is pretty rough. Yeah, dude. It ain't fucking easy. No. Sure. I mean, look, as you keep going and you climb and you climb and you climb and you climb, it gets a little bit easier because there's yeah. a little bit more budget to be a little more comfortable. Yeah. But it's still a grind, dude. Yeah. I mean, that trip I'm going to make to Australia, it doesn't really matter. It's fucking not super easy. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's and a then, big flight. Yeah, and, and then this show, travel, show, travel, show, travel, day off. Yeah. It's a fucking, like, I don't know if people understand that um, it's it's not a relaxing job. No. <laughs> it's fucking hurry up and go and yeah. dress and then try to find some peace. Yeah. Or you, the next fucking psycho circus comes up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of, like, get to the show and then the stress of the show and then show's done and you're like, all right, fuck now what? And then try and get some sleep, travel to the next venue the next day, do the same thing over again. That's dude. That's what happens. I think with a lot of artists and bands is like you go on tour and you have this fucking, you're always, it's always like awesome for the most part. And it's tiring and it's exhausting. And then you come home and you don't have that daily people going, you're awesome. We love you. You're home. And you're like, yeah, cat shit. Yeah, and you're, <laughs> literally, you're, yeah. And you're washing dishes, and you're yeah. you're doing all the things that fucking people do. Yeah. And you're like, 
washing a dish, you're like, I was just on stage the other night. Yeah. Wash a dish on stage. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know? Yeah, yeah. The assimilation back into normal life is not the, the best. Fucking hard, man. Yeah. It's rough. Especially like the the not saying things just to make people laugh. Like I was just saying stuff like two of jokes to my wife and she's like, What the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, oh yeah, sorry, you're not my bass player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's fucked up. And I think that's why a lot of people end up on fucking drugs at home because it kind of gives you that same rush. You're the like affirmation. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Because you know, it's fucking hard. Yeah. No drugs here. Cool. Dude, I'm grateful for all of it. Yeah. Fuck it. For sure. Yeah. It seems like as much as like the persona is like rock stars and everything like you guys seem like you've come from like humble beginnings and like worked your ass off and did the grind for the love of the game to get to where you are today so like it's all well deserved thank you we did seven nights a week at one point seven fucking nights yeah. a week. show 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 fucking crazy and i i don't know that if there's another band out there that has done more shows than steel band probably not dude we used to do Fucking so many shows, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do like 275 shows a year. That's mental. It's crazy. Yeah. It's fucking but anyway. Yeah. It's all conditioning. Yeah. Dude, yeah. and we're built to rock. Yeah, fuck yeah. Great album title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just write that down. Yeah. Yeah, fuck, fuck yeah. <laughs> Sick, man. Well, we've got five minutes before this ends, and usually I'll do like top five favorite bands of all time, but I forgot to let you know that in the beginning. So if, cool. if you could rattle them off, if you know them, and we can get into certain bands if they spark anything in the conversation. Led Zeppelin? Yep. Dio? Yep. I'm going to say the police. Okay. Hold on. Modern bands? Thornley? You probably never heard of them. I don't think so. And... Did I say Iron Maiden? Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden, sick. Fuck you yeah. just, but Iron Maiden. Okay. <laughs> sick. Yeah, I, remember, I remember when I heard uh, Number of the Beast the first time. Yep. That was a number for me where I was like, you are not a number. Yeah. You know, when I heard that shit, who are you? The new number two. Who is number one? You are number six. I am not a number. I am a free man. And then the drums come in. Yeah. Like, fuck, bro. By the way, if you're an Iron Maiden fan, yeah. if you call yourself an Iron Maiden fan and you cannot recite the intro to that, you should you should go back and learn it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not a big Maiden dude. I respect them as a band, but to me, it just didn't hit the way it hit other people. I totally get I, that, that. That's music. Yeah. I get that. But if you're a Maiden fan, you call yourself, and if you're going to wear a number of the Beast shirt. Yeah. You better know that intro. You better know that intro or you better know the lyrics to, to the intro to Run to the Hills. All right. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> we get Real quick, we get people at our shows there being an Iron Maiden shirt. We'll go, come up. And they'll come up. They'll be an Iron Maiden shirt. And I'll start. Yeah. yeah. Land baits on them. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. You go, and I'm like, bro, you can't wear an Iron Maiden shirt. <laughs> yeah. Kick him out of the venue. Come on, man. Yeah. Get him the yeah. fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah, sick. Those are my top five. Sick. Cool. 
Well, thanks for doing the podcast, man. It means a lot. Dude, I appreciate you having me, man. I, I can't wait to get down there and uh, let's figure out how to get, to get you to the show. That'd be sick. All right, bro. Cool. All right, done for another week. Huge thanks to Sticks It In You from Still Panther. Um, that was such a sick episode. Really cool. And a huge thank you to Tim Price for lining that up. It was really sick. Um, as of recording this, this is Friday. Their show in Brisbane is tomorrow night. Um, I'll give you an update on if I get into the show because that'd be really fucking cool. Because afterwards, um, Sticks showed me a thing that had like my name on like a guest list. So I'll let you know if I actually get to go. That'd be really fucking cool. Uh, never had that happen before, so I'm pretty fucking chuffed if I do say so myself. Um, <laughs> <coughs> there's that cold I was telling you about. Um, yeah. Another thing I want to like touch on in the end of this is like, so like there's a lot of differences between someone like Sticks and someone like me, where like I grew up in Australia my entire life. He's from America, like crazy difference and like uh age wise like i'm 27 he's 27 also yeah um <laughs> like there's an age difference um and like cultural difference and like yeah like success difference so like i'm in a small local band just grinding out being a hardcore band he's in like a band that can fill out massive rooms and an internationally touring artist and an international recording artist work with some of the biggest fucking musicians in the world. Like whether it be like, I've, I've seen interviews of him talking about working with Gene Simmons, which is fucking cool. Or like whether they'd just be like collaborating on like live shows with like other bands where they have like eighties musicians come up and do songs with them. Um, but like the one thing that ties us together and the main point I want to like bring up with this is like heavy music is what ties us all together. I was like, he listens to Led Zeppelin, that's his first band, I listen to The Used, that's my first band, but by listening to The Used, that opened up a world of possibilities of music to me, where I go back, and I listen to Led Zeppelin, and I go back, and I listen to, like, all the bands that he grew up, like, in the same scene as, which is, like, insane, heavy music, what a wild thing, brings everybody together, anyway, they have a new album coming out called On The Prowl, so be on the prowl for that when it drops, I'm a funny guy, um, yeah, and as of, as of this episode dropping, they've one show left on their tour with Airborne, and it's in Melbourne, so if you are in Melbourne, you have some money lying around, and you want to go see a really fucking fun show, go check out Steel Panther and Airborne in Melbourne, and if you like what I'm doing over here with the podcast, please like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, if you like it, tell an enemy, if you don't, um, yeah, I'm just trying to grow this, grow this out, grow this thing out, you know, just elongate the podcast I don't know um <laughs> yeah uh next week come back cause I'm doing next week and then I'm having two weeks off and going back to the fortnightly format is Banksy Matt Banks Matthew Banks from Haraway Sydney band really cool fucking dude really fun chat I had with him and they have a song coming out oh they have a song that's already out it actually came out last week um and I'll get in more of that next week but, uh, yeah, Shokan, Death Dealer, vote for us on Good Things Bandcamp. you got to use the accented O if you search us. If not, you want to find a picture of four lovely boys. Um, and I'm wearing a big orange hoodie because I'm a pumpkin man boy, big fat pumpkin boy. Yeah, um, that's really all I have to say right now. Um, last week I kind of spilt my fucking guts about how I am feeling, but this week um, I'm sick, so... I feel sorry for myself in a different way. 
anyway, come back next week for a new episode of the podcast. Thanks. Fuck. <laughs>